0: hello well, this is blonde haired girl so <laughs> yesterday, I was shopping with my daughter. We had um, um gone to the mall <laughs> um and and there were these books that she wanted to buy. She had this whole this this list of books she wants to buy and So we ended up going to, there's only one bookstore. Well, there's a few, but, um, there's a really beautiful bookstore in the town that we live in or I live in and we went there and, and we're trying to find these books that she's looking for, like one of them being the four agreements, which is a fabulous book. I mean, it really is, but, (laughs) and (laughs) while we're standing there i said Nance, i i asked my daughter um i said you know have you read my book and she, she kind of starts to laugh kind of this like little nervous laugh you know and it's like i just i just don't even know what to say to that um i have written i've written two books um that are radically different <laughs> one of them is, um, a bit of a memoir of a summer, um, that I plan to redo, <clears throat> planning to redo that, that book. But, and my second book is called A Thrival Guide, Four Steps to Your Ideal Life. And I have a companion, like notebook to read in, not read, but write in, um, not just write but it has boxes in it to write certain things and and I don't know if I've given her both but I know I gave her my Thrival Guide both of these books I would like to redo I would like to like put them in a different format but um that is what it is for right now Um, I, there's nothing that I can, I can't say that there's nothing I can do. I've actually looked at different, um, bookmaking type of things and, um, and there's a couple things. The first thing is I, I have to like super edit it, um, or send it to an editor and you have to send it to a formatter, uh, as well. (laughs) To format your book, so you you have to have it edited and formatted and one of the issues is is that you have to find a an a an actual book a printing company that is going to print it in the actual sizes that you're looking at um and most and many of them don't they they have their set sizes and you have to squeeze into them like KDP and Book Baby and like some of the, the, um, Amazon type and even Blurb, um, which is where I have my, um, Thrival Guide printed. I picked Blurb for a reason. Um, I had, um, my, my niece had, had had my, my dad's thesis put into book form, uh, for us actually the December before she passed away so that would have been the December of 2011 she presented to all of us uh, my my sisters and my mother and I my dad's thesis in book form I actually believe that reading my dad's thesis changed my niece's life. I can't speak to her because she passed away. Um, but I believe that because my dad's thesis is actually true um, about space and time, it, it's fascinating. Um, space and time is not really widely understood Uh, and it's very very complex in this sense complex to where you have to really um, open your mind that that the way that you believe it is is not how it is which can be very challenging and I'm not saying that people aren't capable of it but I think that a lot of people really just don't want to they just don't care enough about the actual nature of reality I mean it's they just don't care it's not their focus but anyway um so so i I was asking my my daughter if she had read my book and I don't believe she has um but um the first the the introduction of this book talks about a concept that I want to talk about in this podcast. It talks about something being hard. Like, like, because I had, I had talked to a friend and we were laughing. I mean, we really were laughing about the fact that, you know, it's like, if you say they're impossibly hard, hard steps, then nobody's going to try. Um, so you don't, but you can't say they're easy because that's just a full stop lie. So, but, but everything that we do in our lives that is so of worth and accomplishment, like what is the term accomplish to accomplish something? To accomplish something I mean it, it it means that you that you set aside other things mm-hmm. that you that you used your resources and your talents and you focused and you and you you did something that you weren't sure you could do. I mean, it's just such an, it's just an amazing word, isn't it? To accomplish. And, and so I keep, I keep harping on, on this, that I, I get this, this angst about the word easy. So I've talked more so in my YouTubes about this than I have in my, in my podcast i believe <clears throat> so there there's this abraham hicks who i i have listened to a whole lot of her material and my daughter was actually she bought one of her books yesterday one of abraham hicks books um And, and, and this is just an aside, but I just thought it was interesting. So I had, they had some used books and one of them was a book that I studied for years. In fact, maybe I should go back in and buy it. Um, not, not worn as much as mine is worn. (laughs) It might be nice to have it on hand, a, a nice copy of it, but, um, I said, I studied this guy's work, and, and, and I said, she goes, well, does, does this person, like, basically believe, I guess, in a biblical sense of Jesus? You know, she didn't ask that, but I couldn't tell exactly what she was asking me, but what I said was, he does talk about God, but not in a biblical sense, and she put the book down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so, which which I find astounding. Like, I, I, I think it's so interesting. You know, I am, I'm just, I guess I'm just one of the brave ones that just, I threw the baby out with the bathwater on this thing. Like, I, I'm very straightforward in the fact that I do not believe in a literal interpretation of the Bible. I don't read the Bible. I don't study the Bible. I refer to the Bible quite a bit because it, there are certain phrases in it that have become woven in the fabric of my being but other than that like I believe there's a lot in the Bible that is just untrue I don't believe that God is like that I don't believe in the God of the Bible I don't and so and so then but then she was asking about Abraham Hicks well Abraham Hicks is not going to use the word God not because she doesn't believe in God but because she doesn't believe she doesn't want people getting all wonky with with confusing who she's talking about as in the god that that I believe in or the god the source of everything that is. She doesn't want people to get confu- confuse that with a bi- biblical sense of God. <clears throat> so, she also talks a lot about things coming to me with ease she she talks about this a lot and and when whenever she does does a um one of her rampages on something she you know there's things that she says you know and, and it comes to me with ease and everything is easy and it's easy to do you know she talks about this word a lot and it's and it's just been so problematic for me personally like, just as God is, is problematic for maybe some of her listeners, easy is problematic for me. <clears throat> not that I want it to be hard and not that I'm, but I'm just, I'm just like, and, and she would say, don't be realistic. She would say, absolutely, do not be realistic. But I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, everything that I accomplished in this life, that I am the most proud of took a level of effort that that I cannot say that it was easy and and so I wanted to talk about this idea of 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 accomplishment in the sense that that it has it it generally always has has levels of hardness that it was hard it wasn't easy and that's the beauty of it like when I I've been watching um figure skating again I don't know why it's just been popping up on my on my youtube you know things that I might be interested in and there's this little girl who is like, she's like 15 years old and she's just taking figure skating to a whole new level. And part of the reason why I'm so intrigued is because I know how hard that must be to spend four times in the air, to spin your body around four times in the air and land on ice with, Blades on your on your boots, some of the stuff that they do i I mean it's like you're like and the and the amount of crashes and mess ups and practice that it took to get to that level they make it look easy, but we all know it's not we all know it's not. See these, um, saw this TikTok recently, this, this girl that, that had gotten roller skates. And she showed all of these colossal fails, actually. She just showed, like like, failure after failure after failure. And, like, it was, like, you know, a year of practice. And she's just astoundingly good now. Even maybe more than a year. I don't know. Maybe it's been a couple years but in the beginning she wasn't very good she was falling all the time and was not a good thing and so and so and then I I see these these people that have lost like a hundred and something pounds they've They've lost hundred, you know, over a hundred pounds. I mean, can you imagine losing over a hundred pounds? And like and how how incredibly hard that must be. And just every day to do the work, to do the exercise, to you know, you can't eat ice ice box cookies. And lose a hundred pounds. You just can't do it. You can't. Like maybe every once in a while you can cheat. But then when you cheat, you cheat. So like you got to either stay the course. You know, it's seemingly impossible when you start. So whatever it is that we are attempting to accomplish in this life. And, and the reason why it feels so good to have that accomplishment is because it was hard. That's part of it. If it were easy, would it be an accomplishment? <clears throat> but I mean, part of it is that, is, is the love of it. Part of it is the love of it so that that effort isn't hard. Like what's coming to mind right at the moment is, is being a mother or a father, but I can only speak from my perspective. Being a mother is, is really hard, especially when your baby is really little, but it doesn't get better for a long time. It doesn't like, like, you know, it's, you're, you don't get much sleep and, and it's really, you're doing a lot of laundry and, and whether you're nursing or you're giving your baby a bottle, you're, you're, you're cleaning, your, your house is a mess because your focus is the baby and then they get a little older and you're all excited cuz they're walking and then and then they're running and you're trying to keep up with them and and you're still not necessarily sleeping that great <laughs> cuz some babies are better sleepers than others and and I mean and it just goes on and on and on and on and I mean like even into like when my children were you know even older even now like when they I want to make sure they get home okay I don't sleep until they're home you know even if they're staying with me <laughs> it's like when do you think you'll be home because that's when I'm going to sleep because I can't sleep until they're here and, and so I would not say that it's easy but it is absolutely a labor of love. Like I do all of this because I love them. And it's easy to love them. It's easy to love them. It's easier to love them than like, you know, and so and so like things that that are hard, like maybe we should recontextualize that 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 it being hard is really the cool part it is really where the accomplishment is actually at i had done a a youtube the other day um some things just kind of get my goat sometimes like i don't know some people i and i i, I watch a percentage of social media for fun i guess and I don't know also for information I'm kind of I really like information I like I like seeing animal rescues so I watch a lot of animal rescues I'll watch those all the way through because I love animals so much and I watch like the most amazing things and like animals that vets have given up on and you know like they say well we should euthanize this this animal but the person takes it home and nurses it back to health I love watching that but I watch these TikToks and I and I get like just irritated with some of them and I I'm like why am I so irritated with this and and I I don't know there's just something about like I don't know if it's that you know, I just don't resonate. I don't, and I don't have to resonate with everyone, but these are people that are mostly in the, the genre that I create content around the, the nature of reality and creating, you know, this art of manifesting and the law of attraction and this kind of thing. And you know and a lot of them like present all of these hacks and they um you know it just like dawned on me (laughs) it's like how do you even know it's real like there was this there was this person recently that there's this trend that's been going on where if you play this certain music things come into your physicality like that day you know it's like this manifestation hack you know and it just dawned on me, like maybe she just got a bunch of twenty dollar bills and pretend. Like I mean, they we could be full stop lied to. I don't know, but um, but I get really irritated by when people like present in a certain way. Um, that this idea of ease, like it being just easy. Like, like, And they're not actually presented, but like the way they present themselves is like, it's like very, 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 very put together and, and everything's great. And I have all these followers and, you know, and this sense of, of that being the success. And I suppose it might be, I suppose it might be like, why do it if tens of thousands of people are not watching you, right? Why do it? Why would, why would I put out any content, you know, for one person? Well, I put out content for even one person. I do. Because I find it interesting. I like to share these things that are going on in my head. And so, <clears throat> so I did this, this, this YouTube about it being, like, there are moments of hardness. So I studied this guy. I studied David Hawkins' works. He wrote Power Versus Force. Um, I, I of the Eye, and I These, it was actually a trilogy. He wrote a trilogy. And I studied the second two parts of this trilogy for many years. I mean, my Eye of the Eye is in, literal pieces, because I studied it so much. But this guy talked about enlightenment. So he talks about enlightenment, and the way that he talked about it made me think that it was impossible. Like, literally, it made me think that it was impossible, that I would never, and I'm sorry, and I've talked like ridiculous amounts about this term I would never reach enlightenment because that's like the way that we talk about it but I think we need to recontextualize enlightenment itself because as it turned out when I had this experience and this shift in perception which I would believe to be something of an experience of what he was describing um it I re I had this realization that we do not reach enlightenment. It's not something that's reached, it's not something that's achieved. It, it it's not like that. Um and so <clears throat> when but when I had this thing happen, <clears throat> it was it was honestly it was really really hard it was hard it was so hard i don't even know how to say how hard it is which is why oftentimes i don't i don't ex- have this expectation that anyone else is going is going to go down that path you know like like david hawkins himself he did not proselytize he just like if people were interested, he wrote his books, but they weren't bestsellers. You don't see, you know, I as a best-selling book. You don't see it everywhere. <laughs> it's in the used section <laughs> of this bookstore. You know, it's like he wasn't like this sensation. You didn't see him all over TikTok, you know, because what he was talking about, Most people are really not interested in it. They're not. They're not interested in... The truth is, and I I sort of understand it. I sort of understand. I really do. And I have to just say this. They are not interested in non-duality. Because duality feels really good duality it feels really good to be on the right side of something it feels so good to be in the know to be in the club to be to be in the place of that i'm on the right side i am i'm one of the chosen ones i'm i'm it feels really good to have things black and white and have these rules all set up for you and and to just follow to just follow this path and I'm right and the insinuation when when we're right is that someone else is wrong and it feels good feels good for someone else to be wrong you're wrong I'm right and you're wrong I'm in the club I'm accepted I'm loved I'm loved by God, the, 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 the biblical sense of God is very, very, you know, that person's going to hell, but I'm going to heaven. And, <clears throat> and here's where, you know, another little wonky thing comes in. Why are you going to heaven? Because Jesus died on the cross for my sins. But that's not why they're really going to heaven. They're going to heaven not necessarily even really in that belief like really in their heart because they're on the right side and they are chosen it's not it's not necessarily like on this really subliminal message like belief in the head that somehow they're special and and these are really 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 hard things to give up It's hard to give up that we might both be right in an argument. It's hard to say like that my truth may not be the truth. That my way may not be the way. It might not. I could be wrong about everything I say. (laughs) Everything. I don't know. I get these impressions about things. I don't know. It's a theory. Everything's a theory. It's an experiment. I don't know. Does this work? But anyway, so the the beginning of it is like literally giving up my belief in that God, in that paradigm, in the paradigm of duality. I had to give up all of it. Like, like, give it up. Like, I, I don't believe in duality. I don't know what's right and wrong like I I don't know I don't think in these terms like I know I know how things feel when I'm feeling them you know I have I have an ego just like other people I check it I look at it I look at it because there's this concept that I started to understand that I talk about, and that is that peace can be as addicting as, as the opposite, as conflict, when you start to have a certain level of peace in your life, can become incredibly addicting peace, and that, and not letting anything stand between us and peace. And so whatever that thing is, I'm just, I just don't even want a bite of it. It's like, I don't even want to engage in this because I don't want to disturb my peace. <clears throat> and so I had to give up everything that I believed. And, and then, I mean, I'm like, honestly, I had my reputation, my friends, my family, like everything, I mean, I had to start over. I mean, it wasn't that they were, were, weren't were there, but they believed me to be crazy. I mean, they didn't know what was happening to me, but they believed me to be crazy. And I have to admit, I wasn't entirely sure that I wasn't crazy. I mean, I had to, as you know, a scientific mind, I had to, okay, maybe I am crazy. I had to have moments of that, but um but what was happening was is that I was having this this consistent stream of of what are called synchronicities so like these seemingly like the chance of these things happening were so minimal these connections these um it was just bizarre, I mean, it was like almost constant that they were coming to me and and it was it was um just it was just nuts, <laughs> and I don't know i you know I still'm not entirely sure that they come less um I think they may come with the same frequency. it's just that I'm so used to it. Um, But every single time something like this happens, I, I think what I call God, because I believe they are these ways of God communicating with us, letting us know that connection. They're like love notes. They're like, um, they're just so wonderful. And I still have them. And like in mass, like sometimes they're bigger than other times, honestly. Um, But, and so that's how I knew that I wasn't entirely crazy. Because these things were happening like outside of myself. And so I knew, I knew that I wasn't crazy, but I knew something really weird was happening. And that's why I started documenting it on YouTube. And then I would just document, you know, um, things that were coming to my mind or themes or, you know, trying to learn how to live this new way because I knew, I knew that the way that I had been living was not, that this was actually our natural state. And that the way that I had been living was not... I. I So, so I started to live in this new way of being as in just the only way I know how to describe it is just kind of living by faith and people talk about this all the time, but I'm talking like without a safety net, (laughs) I'm talking like this minister once said to me or a priest, I don't remember who it was, but they were talking about going over the Grand Canyon on a tight on a rope and being in God's basket. So God is the tight roper and we are in the basket. Will we trust? Do we trust when we really have to trust? I mean, it's easy It's easy to trust when, you know, seemingly nothing's happening. You've got your job, you know, you got your income, everything's going good. You know, everything's, you're, you're seemingly abundant. Everything's, you know, you're sailing along here. It's easy to trust then, right? But do you trust when, when that thing happens, when, you know, something happens that that you have to really trust and then like something that i talk about quite often having to do with with um that it's just an illusion that we're not in the basket over the grand canyon because we are dependent for our very air. We're dependent on God. I mean, it's like we take so much for granted, you know, that our heart beats, our heart beats, and our brain works and our, all the cells of our body are just working on our behalf. And, and, and these, and these beings are working on our behalf on the other side consistently. It's like the things that we cannot see, but are still there just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. and so like our trust in what we think is actually the illusion the only trust we have is trusting in that which is all around us and is us we are that and so oh god I'm going off again these tangents (laughs) so this morning I have seen fit to to do this thing to recontextualize this idea of of hardness what I would what I would say is hardness Um, that it's not easy but that that The joy of it is accomplishing something, doing something that took effort and that being part of the joy of it, part of the thrill of it, part of the, you know, like they talk about enjoying the process, enjoying the process, you know, and, and learning to enjoy the process you know in the the interim between you know like I'm preparing for to go for to another event (laughs) and and enjoying the process of of um of preparing for that event (laughs) I'm going to share one last thing and then I'm gonna I'm gonna end this podcast which on that note, so over Christmas, after Christmas, they my favorite brand, Free People, had this massive sale. And so I was very excited about it and I ended up buying quite a few things on sale. Like I didn't buy like a whole, an exorbitant, I didn't spend an exorbitant amount of money on this stuff. But I bought like a number of things for my trip because I went you know, I'm going to be by the beach and stuff, and I want to be comfortable. And anyway, this is like my favorite brand. I've bought many, many things from them, some of which I've sent back because I got it and it didn't quite fit. And some of these I'm a little worried about, frankly, that they might be too, too, actually too small, um, rather than too big. But anyway, so I, I, (laughs) I, (laughs) <laughs> I get this notification on my phone that one of them is on the way. And I was very excited. And then it said it has shipped. I go out to... I look around because they when they ship stuff to me, they put it in all these different places. Um, and so I'm like looking and looking and looking and I can't find it. It's not in my box. They actually said it, that they put it in or around my mailbox. Now, I don't have, like, a normal mailbox. I live in a community, so I have, like, a key in it, and I can't find it. So here's one of the things, you know, that I talk about a lot in my material, you know, that I'm, I'm you know, in this sense that we ask, and it is given, You know, so like my belief that that thing is in transit. So I've asked for this thing and it's in transit. (laughs) And in this case, it actually said that it was delivered. And it's not here. It's just like, it was like, just like the weirdest metaphor for this idea that I'm talking about. Because I'll actually say i'll actually say you know like i have grown accustomed to when i order something from free people you know it gets still it gets it's on its way it's in transit and like the whole process is really fun right except for when i put it on and it doesn't fit that's not that's not ideal a lot of the stuff does um does fit but this one is missing (laughs) So I was trying to remember if there was ever this other time where they said that it was delivered and it wasn't delivered yet. But I, I try my best to not think bad things about people. I really do. I try my best. But our, mail bot man, our mailman is a really strange guy. <laughs> I've actually watched him because you know I I get stuff shipped actually quite often and and I you know so I'll hear his truck you know so I get all excited and I run out and I look out my window and (laughs) and not only his truck but like even hearing the truck is one thing but when I hear the gate there's this courtyard and i can hear this gate open and then then i know he's delivering something to the door and that's really exciting it's <laughs> this is so pavlovian isn't it like that pavlov's dog oh my god oh jeez i'm like textbook but anyway so i get up and i and i and i look and the guy is like walking with a cigarette He's got a cigarette in his hand and a package in the other hand, and I'm just like, "Oh my god." Um, but I'm not sure how I get other people's mail quite often. Like recently, I got a person's boots or shoes. I got like a couple pairs of person's shoes. I was so excited. I get this big box. And I open. I'm like, "These are not mine." And I found her address and I took them to her. Um, but anyway, I just think it's so interesting <laughs> when it goes awry, right? So maybe my, maybe my, this thing that I've asked for is, is like lost in transit. <laughs> it's like, Where is it? why hasn't it arrived you know and in and there is this expectancy that there's certain there's a certain amount of time right like there's a certain amount of time when this thing you know comes into our physicality and then when it gets too far out we just we just finally have to eventually come well maybe it's not coming (laughs) maybe it's not, maybe it's, it's never coming, um, anyway, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out if I wanted to share this other story, I will really fast, I've been losing things recently, I would say in the last year, but especially in the last few months, I've lost some things, um, and it wouldn't be a big deal if they weren't significant to me. One of the things that I lost was a a blue topaz ring that I had for years. Um, I loved that ring and I lost it. I don't know where it is. It's gone. Um, I've looked for it. Uh, I tried to replace it, but what I replaced it with, it, it's just not the same. It's not the same as that is that, um, ring, um, <clears throat> and then I, um, I lost my dad's binoculars, uh, these, uh, I had gotten them out of my mom's house, I, I thought I'd put them in my car, um, it was one of the most important things to me of his, um, because he used to take us out of school to the rodeo, he would take us to the rodeo and he would bring the binoculars and he would let us look, you know, at the cowboys, you know, with the binoculars and stuff. Um, I've lost them. I don't know where they are. They may be in um, some of the boxes that I, I haven't been able to sort through all of the stuff. I need these. It's, anyway. Um, I lost, uh, my my teacher, my supervisor had given me a, a gift over Christmas for the life of me I could not find it I could not find this gift I just looked for it and looked for it and I just could not find it um and then I lost this um I had bought this I guess they're beanies I don't know what you call them but that I absolutely loved I had bought it at the farmer's market a few months ago and I I, could, I can't find it. I absolutely cannot find it. I don't know what's going on with me. Um, I don't know if it's just I'm too busy and I'm not paying enough attention. Um, but last night it was really weird. I had found the gift from my supervisor. So I found that. So that gives me hope that maybe... Um, maybe my beanie especially I mean I'm 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 willing to concede that my ring is gone and I'm getting to the point of conceding that my dad's binoculars are gone and I'm never going to find them but this beanie maybe I will find it and that would make me supremely happy <laughs> anyway um I'm going to end this podcast I appreciate you all listening And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.